Welcome to Podcasting Without Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are back at it again, bringing you the analysis. Hey, friends, I'm Renmardia. My name is Brendan. It's good to have you all back for week eight of Katie's season. We have three episodes left. That's crazy. Like, Katie's season, I feel like, flew by. Is it... Okay, have they shortened the seasons? This week is one less... This season is one less week than it normally is. Oh, that's right, because she wrapped up early, didn't she? Yes. So there were supposed to be 12 episodes, and we have 11. Okay, that's right. So we're obviously going to have to... Katie knows what she's doing. We're obviously going to have to tack on a little extra time somewhere to make this work, Mm -hmm. but we'll just see where we're at. I mean, I have no idea what the plan is the rest of the time. Besides a teaser for mental all that had no teaser in it oh uh, exactly like i was like come on what is this i think it's interesting that this tell all we are not anticipating a new bachelor we're not anticipating a new bachelorette because we already know the answers to that and for the bachelor i mean i think there's been a lot of talk online and we'll discuss, you know, you guys will hear the rest of it. I mean, if, let's be serious. If you're listening to this recap, you already know what happened. But a lot of people are lobbying for one person in, in particular from this episode to be the new Bachelor. I don't think he will be, but... There's there's two there's two candidates from this season that are Bachelor contenders. Mm-hmm. And that's Michael and Andrew. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The only yeah. question the only question is do any of them are is, is there anyone from Michelle's season that that's on the same level and we'll just have to see what happens because it's too yeah because they're very well could be they're definitely very well could be there could be somebody in Michelle's season that is amazing right so, yeah so we don't know like COVID it's completely unpredictable absolutely. So. But, uh, yeah, this episode, this episode kind of, um, I'm not usually shocked during these episodes. You know, like, for the past couple of weeks, I think that Katie's episode's been kind of predictable, you know? Um, especially last week. Sort of predictable. The only thing that wasn't was the fact that she held on to Brendan. Like, and I was like, what? What is this? So she's she's got a little shockwave going on. Yeah. This week, though, I legit was... I was topsy turvy. I like. I was like, "What just happened?" But like, only the last fifteen minutes. Well, that's what I mean. The last fifteen minutes, it was like the twist. It yes. the last fifteen minutes for me were like, um, "You ever seen Usual Suspects?" No. Okay, so there's a twist in there in the last like five minutes. I feel like that's what Katie did. She Usual Suspected me. I mean, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I could have picked any other movie with a twist, but I picked that because I just recently watched it. Literally almost all of them have one. I mean, Titanic didn't. Yeah, I guess not. The, the twist being, I guess the twist being that they could have definitely both stayed on the door. That's true. Okay. The twist came a long time afterwards. Yes. It's still It's still being twisted. We're still like, girl, he could have lived. Y'all could have had babies, but... Fine, Rose Whippicator. Are, are you are you ready to get started? I am ready. Okay. <laughs> Don't take that tone with me. <laughs> we start the episode with the boys hanging out in the uh, the lobby area, 
Brendan lets us know that this is the biggest turning point in everyone's experience here. It's not. Oh, sweet Brendan. There were memes online saying like, if I don't breathe, she'll, she will, she won't notice that I'm still here. <laughs> he says, I definitely want that one-on-one. I'm sorry. Mike P lets us know that he definitely wants that one-on-one because that one-on-one would be leading into hometowns. Oh, you think Mike P? <laughs> And these these guys are not sure if they can do hometowns without a one-on-one. Well, like, first of all, you're not going. First so, of all, y'all should have just removed yourself by this by now. If hometowns are next week. You could not expect me to even contemplate bringing a man home if, like, he had not taken me out on a date yet. Yeah. Like, no. There's just... I don't, they must be either being hyped up constantly by producers or they're idiots um, for either of them. I feel f- like it, it might be a little bit of both. <laughs> because like, there's two options here and the two of you are so far from those options. Like it actually like you can't even see them anymore. If this right. if this if this was if this was a race, if this was a marathon, the two of you could not see where Blake and Greg are because they're so far ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you thought that there was any chance you were going to that Katie was going to meet your parents is That's, just I don't understand. It's just astounding. I so, don't understand how that could have been even been contemplated. Yeah. Well, we get the first date card. And uh first first date card is for Greggy. Oh, that was that was a gut punch when that happened. Those that, guys were like oh. that, at that point I go pack my bags. Yeah. I literally would have been like, see you guys, it's been real. This is it. I've enjoyed that was my... literally a nail in the coffin. I'd be like, I appreciate... And like, still got a chance. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I appreciate all your friendship and your opportunity to stay with you all in this nice resort for the last several weeks. Hyatt I'm, Regency. I'm just going to... I'm just going to say, good, say goodbye to Katie and just going to head on out. Mm-hmm. Which I thought... I did think that that's what Brennan, your namesake, was going to to do. Later? Yeah, he should yes. have, but he did not. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael says, I have a son. I'm a single father. I take care of my in-laws. How does it work for Katie to move into this life? I can't go into hometowns without all these questions, with all these questions floating in the air. Uh, I just, I don't know why he's still there. He's very sweet. He's incredibly handsome. He's a really good guy, but I just, Katie doesn't seem to fit there. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like they're just pushing it, you know, like, which is interesting because I do feel like him and Katie have a connection. I think that Katie likes him. I think that he likes her. I think that she, with time and development, could probably get there. But for some reason, I just feel like they're trying to convince me that they have, they still have something, and you know? I th- I think they do. And I think Michael 
uh, if you take away James and you take away the in-laws that he still has due to death, then Michael has a much better shot. But somebody like a Michael does not need to be on the show. He needs to be a lead. So that these girls and these, at this point, I mean, if it's Michael, these ladies, these aren't going to be 22 and 23 year olds. They're going to be mostly, I would say, 27 and up. Yeah. These women need to be, need to understand that before they even start. Something much, much more similar to what Jason Mesnick had. I think, um, yeah, keeping Michael there um, is interesting. Like I said, I really like, you know, and I agree with you. I I really like him. I think that, yeah, him, him and Katie have a spark for sure. But I just feel like they're pushing it for the sake of being like, but you like him, right? The audience is and, like him. And maybe, maybe Katie and the, and the crew have an understanding that him being here is purely bachelor related. Maybe. And maybe I, the I only I, I would think is... I think the only one who doesn't know that is Michael. And if, if that yeah. is the case, because Michael's Michael isn't going to stay. Once mm-hmm. he knows Mike once Michael knows Michael's out, Michael's leaving. I honestly had a um a moment where he like I think it was right after he was talking to James. Like I was like, is he gonna leave? You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking for a bit this episode that this would be the episode where he would leave. Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely a weird situation for him. But I also uh, think they might have kept him around so that we can meet James. Yeah, that would be fine with me. Yeah. If and they just they just take the same flight back home. Yeah. No. Like no joke. I think that is what will happen. I, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. Greg and Katie are gonna go on there one on one, and uh, Gosh, Greg, Greg, Maybe Greg still doesn't know what's going on. So sad. Greg and Katie are gonna go on a date to. They're gonna recreate Seattle and New Mexico, and they're mm-hmm. gonna do that by recreating uh, Pike's place with uh, Katie's place, and they're gonna toss some fish around. Uh, Greg breaks some lights. Oh, gosh, yeah. Did you see that? That was funny. I thought that was interesting. I did. I did. I was like, oh, gosh, Greg. Okay. Greg, buddy, be careful there. Then I think this date was cute. This yeah. date was cute. It wasn't that great, though, to me. It was definitely a chill hangout time. Mm-hmm. And obviously inspired by Zach's New York date. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, this was ripped from something. Yeah, it was, yeah, it 100% was ripped, it was ripped idea from ta- stolen. It was ripped from Tasha season. Yeah. Tasha probably had the idea. They were probably like, what do we do? And Tasha was probably like, you know, Zach did something really cute. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Well, they do that. And then they uh, just this part made me almost gag when they shucked and shot the oysters. Oh, yeah. I I'm almost, not about that life. I almost threw up. I'm just like, they're. And it, I, was, I thought it was n- another nail in the coffin for any possibility between me and Katie besides my wife and my son. But then she almost <laughs> threw up, too. So that made me feel Just better. Just watching that, you're like, you know what, Katie? I'm sorry, but for this reason, I'm out. But then she almost threw up, too. 
yeah. And that made me feel better. It's like, okay, maybe we are still okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty disgusting. But yeah, this date was mediocre to me. Yeah, they. I rate it three stars. Uh, they played some football. They apparently there's a famous chew, chew, uh, chewed gum wall in Seattle. And then that's what they were doing when they were chewing gum and spitting it on the. Uh, yeah, see, this is right around the time where I got bored with this date. Yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, but but we cut back. We cut back from a from a break with uh, we cut back for a break from Greg and Kate. I can't talk today. I'm. <laughs> Uh, so we cut back to the house and, uh, Michael is FaceTiming with James mm-hmm. and they, he, he was so happy. I love, I just love the conversation with him and James, like the way he's like, you're my best friend. Like, <laughs> do you think based on the intensity of that conversation, that was more missing James or the mimosa next to him was not his first mimosa? I think. It is a perfect storm of both. <laughs> he missed James and is just amplified by the mimosas. Yes. Like, it was so cute, but then it was also like, he was just like, ah, oh, James! <laughs> it, was like, just, it was just so funny. I was like, this is the way that they talk to each other? That's cute, you know? Yeah. I always love when fathers and sons have precious relationships like that, but it was so funny yeah. to watch. I'm watching him just like, bro... Take it easy. And I feel I, like James was like, uh, dad, dial it down. And You're I, at an 11. I need you at an eight. <laughs> and then I saw the mimosa. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Problem solved. I was like, Michael's been taking advantage of this two drinks an hour limit. <laughs> he's been up since 645 and this is his fifth mimosa. And he's, he's, right, he's, right. In. he's like, it's cool. It's breakfast. It's a breakfast <laughs> drink. <laughs> Could you, could you imagine oh, like yeah. the, I just love how he's like I can't wait to kiss I can't wait to kiss soon in real life I'm gonna hold ya and read your books and please. snuggle ya you're my best friend in the world that was my favorite though he was like I'm gonna hold ya and snuggle ya and read your books <laughs> this man is definitely a little drunk cause he knows he knows it's Greg's day he's at best doing interviews and yeah. his thought is, they're not going to interview me if I'm wasted, which they I definitely still would. I wish they had. I wish they had. Like, hey, Michael, you know what? Um, you're pretty popular. We're going to talk to you. Entertainment Tonight is here. He would have been like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to you. I'm going to hold you. <laughs> He's like, well, la-dee-da, let's do this. And they're like, okay. I just it's- love it, though. I can't wait to kiss soon in real life. <laughs> That opening line kills me. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we we get back to our sad dinner. <laughs> it's uh, like you go here, and then it's like, Mwah. yeah. Well, Greg is very blah. Uh, Honestly, he is. Yeah, he really I love is. Greg. He's sweet, but like, get some energy. Yeah. Uh, Katie tells Greg that she's afraid he's going to leave because he gets so withdrawn on group dates. Which is such an interesting thing to fear every time. Like, every time she talks to Greg, I feel like she's like, I'm scared you're going to leave. Yeah, it's definitely different. Like, is he really walking around all the time? Like, probably without us even seeing him, just being like, 
probably. Uh, yeah. He he admits that he gets insecure because he was bullied growing up, and then says, "Since my father died, I don't just like." let my guard down with anyone. If we do move forward in the next week, I am really excited to show my family the girl that I'm falling in love with. So that's okay. exciting. That's the first time he's said it. Yeah. And that was the first time that he really let in, let us know the reason why he's so... Weird um, about it? Hesitant. Yeah. And looks like he wants to hightail it out of there every day. Yeah. So, yeah, like, because he said something about his sister told him that was the most unattractive quality about him. His insecurities. Like, I was like, dang, sister. Okay, okay. but like, but like, it's accurate, though. I mean, but still hateful. If, if, is Greg everyone's favorite on the show and off if he has half of Connor B's charisma? Just half. Mm. Mm, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he becomes he saying. becomes non-threatening because he's handsome but not overly handsome. Mm-hmm. He's fun but not overly fun. Mm-hmm. And he because of his insecurities, he keeps himself reined in. Yeah, he becomes the best if he has half of his half of his charisma. Dang, he'd be a force to be reckoned with, right? Like with their we, powers combined. We, that's the next if, if that's the Greg we get, then we're talking Greg for Bachelor. Yeah. And Greg could have, like, the way he launched out the gate, you know, first impression rose, first date, you know, like, Greg oh. is a front runner. If only he didn't suck. front runner for be Bachelor if Katie doesn't pick him. If only he doesn't but, suck. yeah, I kind of feel like he's, and he's on the back burner. Yeah, if only he doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... He's so nice, though, and he's so cute. Like, he is. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, There's he's, something about him, though. I feel like I would have liked him in high school, and I think I would have just been like, or no, I would have, college me, college me would have loved Greg. College me would have been all about him, and then would have been like, but he's still not opening up, so bye. Yeah, I, or no, I, probably I see that. Just bored. Uh, they... They run out, and then they turn on uh, Fake Rain, which was really impressive Fake Rain, I thought. Yeah, I did like that. I really like that. It was very reminiscent of The Notebook. Yes, they did. <laughs> they, they definitely did a notebook scene, and then they made out in the rain, and then that's how we end our date. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. If I were Katie, I straight up would have quoted The Notebook very loudly at him in the rain, and I would have made it uncomfortably hilarious. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, so we get a, we get a, we get, <laughs> we move on. I'm just going to move on. I'm just laughing at the fact that I didn't realize um, that Michael A was holding Brendan's hand. <laughs> yeah, for the next part, yeah. Uh, we get, we draw, we get to the other date card. And the date card is for Michael, Andrew, Blake, Brendan, and Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike P gets the you never want really they were neither in good positions because either no. one of them was going both of them are going home either way mm-hmm. you never want to you never want to get your first date after someone's had a second date right yeah right that's not a good thing to come off of 
No, and uh, Mike P has hope for a little bit longer. Uh, Brendan, I thought, was going to go casually let himself go. And he... I guess he must have been... He must have found a hype man on the way there. Because he thought he could get himself to not only a one-on-one, but to stay? Right. Like, he went there. So, yeah, I agree. I thought that he was going to leave. I thought that he was walking himself up to her hotel room to be like, listen, Mike Peach has got the date card. I'm not on the group date. Sayonara, sister. You know, it's been real. It's been fun. But instead, he walks in there and is like, hey, how's it going? Hugs her. Then it's like, his does his like 11 second elevator pitch why yeah. he's so great what she's missed out on if they can have this time then blah blah, blah you know i'm like what dude dude <laughs> and then it's she, over she in what i could best be described should be described as bewilderment lets him know that uh she appreciates how he puts her first mm-hmm. and how he's always there for her but having this conversation re- makes her realize that she can't make him go through another group date and just tells him to go home. Like, how did he not see that coming? He he was so shocked that he put on chapstick before he right. went and talked to her. Like, I'm like, bro, bro, you're he, not going home. He you, He is going home. Well, I mean, he's going home, but he's not going home with her. No, no, <laughs> he's not going. He's not going to hometowns. His family should not. Have, I really wonder if his family even came. <laughs> Do you think ABC even brought him? <laughs> Wait, do were all of their families there? This, my question is: with those, do you think Katie anything anyone but like? The four guys we have and the one we lost. Do you think any other than those was even there? Uh, I it didn't even occur to me. Would you just kill a spider? I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, it didn't even occur to me the possibility of their families being there well, before next. He's Canadian. Week. So it was going. To, it was going to be some time for yeah. them to get here and get back. Yeah. Because being in America, they're going to have to quarantine when they went back. So my question mm-hmm. was, did ABC producers and his family talk and be like, is he really going to make it? And they're like, no. I would hate that if my family literally was like weighing my options. If my mom and dad were like, but is she, you know, how far along is she? She's probably going to come home. We're just not going to make the trip. And then when I do make it far enough, they're like, oh, we probably should have gone, but we'll FaceTime with her and we'll meet him. Well, no, my, my yeah, my thought is like, they're they're like packing their bags, and mm-hmm. they get a call from like, I'm imagining it being a Tasha. I know it's not, but I imagine it being Tasha. Be like, look, uh, this is really awkward, but <laughs> y- your son, your son Brendan, uh, great guy, great great guy, very nice. Could not be further from hometowns. <laughs> He's barely spoken to her in weeks. She oh, called him Brandon. Really she know called him. Her. He's like she called. She called him Brandon on the last date on accident. I just, <gasps> I, I, I want to save ABC some money and I want to save you some time. And I know you guys have to quarantine when you get back because you're in Canada and it's just not. It's it's just not worth it. I would just 
look, if there's a surprise, we'll fly out, great. But I just wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. <laughs> I hope that's exactly, like, that is the transcript of the call. Congratulations, Brendan. We're breaking news here. Um, I just imagine, I just imagine that being script. sweet, sweet Tasha having to make that call. Tasha would do it. She could handle it. Oh, yeah. Car- um, yeah, Caitlin would just be like, Listen, your boy's out. <laughs> your boy's not out, but your boy's out. Oh, man. His hair was closer to Katie than he was. That's the truth. So, RIP to Brendan's time there. He was shocked. He couldn't believe it. He was like, What? Oh, man. But, oh, Brendan. The problem here is that uh, she can only let so many people go a week. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see these conversations, we're just like, but he's he, he's still here. I'm just like, because she can't let him go. She like He's the, he's the guy that I feel like should have been let go just randomly. Just like, hey, um, everybody else, like you guys, sorry, say your goodbyes. You didn't get your rose. Also, Brendan, you too. And he's like, but I have a rose. Yeah, but do you? <laughs> do you? Goodbye. Usually, <laughs> like, I'll just see you later. <laughs> I just love how he went. He, the only person he said goodbye to was Blake. Appar- uh, apparently, they are good friends. Okay, that like that completely they, they, got caught me off guard. They are pre-show friends. Okay. Okay. Because they, that did he, not, he, they did not tell us that. Yes. They Brenda, did not, they left that out completely. So him showing up at Blake's door, but, I feel like Blake's. everybody be waking up Blake, you know? So, Blake's always like, oh, let me get the sleep out of my eye. Let me put some clothes on, you know? Yeah, apparently, Brendan made a tweet about it. And he said, on and off the ice, brothers for life. So I'm assuming yeah. they either met playing hockey or played hockey together. Okay. So I don't know. That's right, because he's Canadian too. Yeah. Hmm. And okay. uh, so we we start our group date. We have uh, some Georgia O'Keefe knockoffs <laughs> that were that were uh, being presented. Uh, Blake starts to, to to give some strong opinions on one of the paintings, and uh, a nice young lady, Jacqueline Secor, shows up, and she asks his opinion on it. And he says it's messy and aggressive. And she says, hmm, that's interesting because it's actually my self-portrait. Self-portrait. I knew as soon as I saw these paintings, I was like, hmm, yeah. Because much like Jeff Bezos um, flying up to space in that rocket that he had this week, I also saw that. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I know what that is. Saw these paintings and I was like, does anybody else like? Is it not obvious? I know what this is. So, um, yeah. But and what's interesting is the style of artwork had nothing to do with what they were doing. It was just artwork, right? It was just artwork to make them uncomfortable, right? Like it that literally had nothing to do no. with it at all. Just the shock factor. Yeah. So they which that was already an episode of Sex in the City. So. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely saw that episode. Uh, You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. So the men are going to create some art. Uh, everyone but Michael 
has a paint brush and canvas. He, I guess, has clay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he has clay and no one else does. I wonder if everyone was given the medium of their choice. And Maybe. he shows clay. But, uh... He saw have... that clay and was like, I know what I'm going to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, we start, we start with, uh, everyone's just painting. Then we get a quick make out between Katie and Andrew. And Justin gives us a classic face. That's right. Justin was like, excuse me? He's like, what? are we all? Are we all making out uh, with him? Justin. And then we go ahead and we present our artwork. Uh, Who's did you like the best? I don't know. Because I, I, I we didn't get to see them all. We didn't. We did. We. I have no idea what play, what Blake painted. Oh, Blake painted something that could not be shown on TV. And did you see that there's a change.org petition to allow us to see the unedited photo? Wait, but change.org. Mm-hmm. I swear. Like, there, there's that's... a there's a change.org petition gaining some ground. I saw it online. Of people requesting to see what he wrote what he oh. uh what he drew or painted but we that get because we... they sure did black box the heck out of that the entire thing corner yeah. to corner like apparently that was not suitable for work no. or tv <laughs> well we get a we get a partially black boxed butt from michael yeah we get I mean, come on a butt is a butt yeah. show it no one cares. Uh, we have Andrew. Uh, Andrew is. Uh, it looks like he's eat. He it's like a. Uh, he's eating sushi, and uh-huh. it's to represent that they're both foodies, but yes. it looks terrible. Oh, it's atrocious. Yeah. Like I was like Andrew, put that away. Right. <laughs> put that away, please. Right. And then we have the. Uh, the blacked out photo from Blake. And then we have Justin who clearly <coughs> was trying to do something amazing. And then was told he had five minutes left. Yeah. He spent way too much time on the rose. <laughs> Basically what he was, what he ended up describing was him being sad and angry and lonely. And then him being introduced to Katie and him being, them being happy together. And I'm just like, Justin, I love you. Very handsome, very sweet. You are also not going home with Katie. I just love also that he could have just done, he could have made the rose something a symbol. He didn't have to put all that stuff around it. Yeah. And even, was it Andrew that said himself, like, the rose looks great, the rest of it, like, what is that? Right. So ugly, all of it. I really, really want to know what Blake's was, though, now. Yeah, me too. Uh, so we head into the evening portion. There wasn't any prize or anything. It was just, they just showed paintings and they moved yeah. on. Clearly, it was just something chill to do because they couldn't do a group date where they just hung out. I thought it was fun, though, because all of these guys like each other. Yeah. I There's mean, not any bad beef with the, these guys. No. And that's why I liked when we get to this part of the season. Unless mm-hmm. there's a Luke... By the time we get to this point, we've all, like, we're all happy. We all yeah. tend to enjoy each other. Uh, and like I said, with Blake, him coming in in the season and disrupting things, 
He seems to pretty much have meshed well in there. They like Blake. He's funny. They're not mad at him. Based on reports, it seems like Blake was longer was there longer than we're led to believe he was. Mm-hmm. So that's why he would have been able to like have fun with them then. Yeah, because he was. I know he, he was he was quarantined. They held him back from the show for a while because well, he said he would have he would have wanted to be there at the beginning. Right, and Nick Vile said himself when he went there to host that date, Katie mm-hmm. already knew he was there. Wait, what? Sorry, what? When Nick was there to do his date, like, week two? Yeah. Katie already knew he was there. Oh. Because they talked about him. So the edit's weird. The edit is definitely weird. They definitely either shot things, reshot things, or added them later to make it look like Blake showed up later than he did. Yeah. And which that would have been easier to do. That would have been easy to do because they would have just taken him, you know, because he hadn't met the guys yet. Yeah, and there was some... So even if she met him from the very beginning, they could have shot that and then been like, okay, we'll store this. Yeah, and they... There was definitely... I don't I don't remember... I think it was... It was pointed out pretty obviously the week that he came in. But Katie is only... Katie has not worn the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. And in all the spread out shots of her discussions with Blake, with Blake, with Tasha, with Caitlin, she's all wearing this. She's wearing the same thing the whole time. Oh, okay. So they just hmm. spread out all this footage to make it look like the Blake discussion was longer and it was later. Such uh, producers, I, I swear. But Blake, They had me. I was duped. I know you were. It's okay, though. Look, no one. I think there's probably no podcaster who spent who listens to as many recaps and is on Twitter as much as I am. So you know, take that, I guess, or with what for what it's worth. Uh, Blake gets the first sit down. Uh, he assures Katie that his mom's going to love her, love her, and she says, "I'm so in, I'm so in for you right now. It's crazy. I'm not in love with you right now, but the way we're going, it's." Effing inevitable. I know it's coming, but I won't lie to you either. I do appreciate his honesty. I think that was the best thing he could have said was, I'm not falling in love with you, but it's definitely going to happen. But it's going to happen. Yeah. I did think um, her, the look on her face was trying to be cool about it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She was kind of like, be chill, be chill. You like this guy. The problem with these shows though, is it's like, you're expected to fall in love with them. And you know, you're yeah. expected to do it in this mm-hmm. time frame. And they get this mentality of like, if this person's not in love with me by this time, are they going to propose? Or yeah. am I going to be able to propose to them? And it's like, that's not really realistic. Mm-hmm. And and she, she shares her thoughts on this by saying, I don't know if we are as far, far along as our, on our journey as I am with some of the other guys here. Katie, if that's what you think, then you're just drinking all of the Kool-Aid. Because you're farther along with him than you are with Mike or Brendan and probably mm-hmm. Andrew. Yeah. But he's definitely in the top four of people. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know. And maybe she doesn't actually think that way. She's just trying to keep it interesting. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I couldn't really read that that well. Yeah. 
Uh, she talks to Justin next. He uh, he gives her one of her paint, one of his paintings, to reassure her that he does in fact know how to paint. Right, right. That was his way of being like, I am an artist. Like, <laughs> do not forget this. Yeah. So I did think that was a flex on his part. I definitely thought that Justin was gonna go like. I, I thought to myself, oh, that's cute. Justin is, he's obviously given her um, a really great painting. He's an artist, he's talented, she likes him. However, he's probably gonna go home. I thought he was gonna go home last week. Yeah. Katie's super into Justin. I, I think this was another vile file opinion that I heard and completely agreed with. Mm-hmm. I think that she, I think she wants to, she wants to spend some quality time with Justin mm. and a fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why Justin is still here. I'm taking that vibe. I'm getting that vibe because yeah, there's a reason like, and she says, she's like, she likes their connection. You know, she, the, the thing she was saying about him though, I was like, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Like, she's feeling it. I mean, uh, I'm not necessarily seeing it. I'm not. Oh, no. And maybe you guys can comment, you know, on our social media and let us know what you think. But I'm not really necessarily getting the connection that she's telling me about. Yeah, I don't see it. On screen. I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, and he's he's cute. He's talented. He's he's hilarious with those looks. But, yeah, I don't, I don't look at him and say, oh, this guy's a contender. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh yeah. So we get done with him. We talk to Michael. Michael says it's scary for me with opening my heart again. It was scary coming here. It's scary at the rate of which everything progresses. Katie understands. I mean, she's, and then, uh, she says, I would never want to force us into something we weren't ready for, but if it ends, if it's us in the end, that's all that matters. And we'll figure out as we go. So I just, yeah, when he's he seems to like that i just don't know if that's enough because figuring out as we go with that situation is not going to be fun exactly and he maybe he just needed to know that she was thinking that intensely about it because katie's responses are pretty well thought out you know like when she's talking to Andrew later on about his football career, like the way that she says things and articulates her where she's at. I'm like, I, I like that. I respect that, you know, what she says. But then if you think about it a little bit deeper though, you're like, she is just saying, we'll figure it out. She's not committing to anything. Yeah. And so I think in the high of it, these guys are like, Oh my gosh, she said, we'll figure it out. She's been falling in love with me. But it's like, she said, we'll figure it out, which I wake up every day and say to myself, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's so. just, it's the only one where that's a problem is this one, because mm-hmm. his life is already so established. We'll figure it out implies that things can be changed. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of his life that can't be changed. Yeah, it's fixed. He has a son. He has in-laws. You know, yeah. yeah. He just he those just are points that are not going to not going to shift. He can't just up and move to Seattle. Like there there's there are things about his life specifically that are going to be different than 
her life with any of the other guys. Yeah. Where um where does he live? Ohio. Ohio. So that'd be a huge shift. I know, could you imagine did. being in Seattle and then moving to Ohio? No. If you are one hundred percent in love, then yes. But it's Ohio. If I fell in love with a farmer in Ohio and it was true, true, true freaking love, I'd go to Ohio. But it's Ohio. If I needed to. It's Ohio. I know. And I'm not dating a farmer. So That's true. <laughs> yeah. Keep a look on your face. It's Ohio. Sorry, Ohioans. Look, Ohio seems okay. But, like, besides Cincinnati, there's nowhere in Ohio that I want to be. No. No. I mean, like, imagine being the closest city being Cleveland. Cleveland rocks, as Drew Carey always told us. Cleveland does not rock. Cleveland has never once rocked. It was okay. I spent a couple of days there once in my teens. Rode the roller coasters. No wait, that was Toledo. That's Toledo. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even like. I, I don't even know. Have I been to Cleveland? Probably I not. don't remember. Uh, Andrew and Katie are going to talk. Uh, Andrew basically says he talks about how when you're a professional athlete, you die twice. You die when you're done being an athlete, and then you die obviously at, at the end. And he's <laughs> he, he says that he. So intense. Yeah, he, it was. It was a lot. It was a lot. I love that he said everybody knows, and she was like, I did not know that. Wait, every, I did not know that you were going to die twice. Athletes do, but if you're not a, you're not an athlete, you don't understand. Yeah. But uh, he says that he's willing to be done playing football if that's what's best for them. And she says, all I, would, all I would do is encourage you to keep going. If that means that we're living in two places every year, then so be it. That means we have to hold off on having a family, so be it. I think it's because he was already going home. Yes. She didn't want him. She didn't want him to get in a mindset of maybe I should retire. If tomorrow she's sending him home. 100%. When she was like, you should keep going. You should keep going. She's like, you should keep going because you're going to go out that door tomorrow. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that that is the mindset that she was in. She did not want to get his hopes up too much. And that again is like the we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's the non-committal way of not getting someone's hopes up, but being like, "Hey, still like yeah. you, still totally considering you." So yeah, uh, yeah. He takes her outside, and they create recreate their one-on-one uh, from like forty-five minutes ago. Right, right. And he says, "I'm falling for you," and she just smiles and kisses him. See, I I really thought like I liked their connection though, like I and I was texting with my mom. Of course, on Bachelor Monday, and she was saying though that she thinks Andrew and Katie are too much alike. Like they have too much of the same life experiences. Yeah. They see the world too similar. She was like, "You want something different? Yeah. You need somebody that's at least somewhat different than you. Mm-hmm. You know." And she was like, "They're too similar. Like we would literally be texting about Andrew." for the last couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, she's totally an Andrew. And she's like, he's going to go home. You know, she's like, at some point he's going home. They're too much alike. And so I refuse to believe it though. This week I was like, she's so into him. Mom's not wrong. 
You know, she saw that coming she certainly a mile did. away. Uh, so they get back in the room, and Katie gives Michael the rose. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, there was... like, I got a kid. I got a family. <laughs> yeah. And then now we only have two roses left. Because Greg got a rose, and now Michael has a rose. And we have mm. two roses for four people? Or five, two roses for five people. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And This was the easiest group date. Oh, yeah. Since the show began. Yeah. Easiest group date. Even when Michael got the group date, Rose, they were upset, but they were like, ugh, but Michael. It's Michael. Yeah. Uh, Mike P starts his one-on-one, and they are going to be joined. Whenever you're joined on a group date, on a one-on-one, it's not good. Right. And when it's ever, whenever it's this group date. Yes. When it's this group, when they try to do, they try to put you with those like tantric um, sex positions yeah. or when they're like wrap your legs around and breathe and stare deeply into the person's eyes. It's like, no, that person's either going to A, opt to go home or B, be sent home. Yeah. The only one that didn't was Serena. Yeah. That's exactly who I thought of because she opted to go home. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, but that's true because even after that date, she stuck around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, though. Before we get too deep into Mike P's date, news and notes. News and notes. Thank you. News and notes. Wait, do your song. News and notes. News and notes. All right. News and notes. Uh, Ashley, I, and Jared are going to have a baby. Uh, we we shared that news. I mean, obviously, I didn't like, I wasn't reporting it, but we shared the E! News article on our Twitter, and Jared liked it. And I yeah. just kept, I was telling Ernie before we started. Listen, we've gotten some Bachelor Nation views and likes lately. Yeah. Like I said, Katie saw our story last week on Instagram. Then you got that like from Jared. Like, let's keep bringing it in, Bachelor Nation. Pay attention to us. I just, all I know is that I was just sitting around Friday night after I tweeted that waiting for Ashley to like it. And it's like, Jared's going to like it and Ashley's not. This is some bull crap. <laughs> and she did not like it. <laughs> Yeah, but congratulations to them because it's super cute. It's like a Kardashian and um, Tom Cruise are having a baby. Wow, that's a think about it. That's I don't know if that's the case. Think about it. No, I don't. Maybe at <laughs> one point, maybe at one point that was them. You're like, no, I mean, like, look at them. Oh yes, I thought you meant like, <laughs> I thought you meant like level of fame. Bachelor Nation. Maybe at one point you're like, calm down. <laughs> I'm just like, look, they're they're a very nice couple, but they no. they're like we talked about last week. The only reason they're relevant is because they marry each other. Exactly, exactly. Because you think I would? I was gonna say, no offense to Jared, who liked our um, tweet, great. But do you think I'd care about Jared if he hadn't married Ashley? I no. no. Nope. Because <laughs> once their drama calmed down after the island several times. I stopped caring as soon as they left and that like, island. Same way the other way. Exactly. Yeah, she's just a girl that cries too much. Uh, yeah. And she was also known as a virgin. She was a virgin for a while. I mean, someone who cries that much, like that's 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 not great. As someone who cries too much, <laughs> like yeah, that's expected. <laughs> as someone who cries too much, I know him a lot. 
<laughs> I know what I am. Yeah. Ashley, I. But congratulations, guys. Yes, congratulations to Jared Ooh. and Ashley. So also, apparently, Chris Harrison is saying thanks to everybody for um, his support and for missing him lately. It says, Chris Harrison responds to fans saying they miss him on The Bachelorette um, after the controversy. He says, miss you all too. Um, And, you know, there's been such chaos, like, with the franchise lately about everybody being like, you know, you look on this, the post every day of Bachelor Nation and everybody, or not everybody, but a lot of people are like, I'm not watching this season because Chris Harrison's gone. I'm not watching this season, blah, blah, blah. They didn't put him back on the island for Bachelor in Paradise. You know, what do you think about that? I, I don't know how much of them are watching to begin with. Exactly. And like we talked about, it, Chris Harrison wasn't even in this season a lot. No, you know? he... But, um, I, I, yeah, yeah, it I looks like see... somebody had tweeted and said, um, you think Chris Harrison misses us as much as we miss him? Hashtag The Bachelorette. One fan wrote via Twitter, and he said, I truly do. <laughs> the long or the former long-term, not long-term, long-time host responded on Wednesday. In a separate tweet, he, um, and this is an uh, Us Magazine article that I'm, I'm quoting from, but um, he had acknowledged a Canadian viewer who noted that the show just wasn't the same without him. And he said, I miss you all too. So many loyal view- so many loyal fans up in Canada. Thank you. It so was... I mean, Chris Harrison's lit- he's, he's paying attention to social media. Well, this was the first time I'd see him post anything. Yeah. In weeks. And I think it's because, A, they paid him a lot to right. not blow the lid off of, I guess, drama that he knew about. Right. So, but Chris Harrison is out and about reading tweets. So if you guys miss Chris Harrison, add Chris Harrison, and he might uh, tell you how much he misses you too. What I am sad about, though, I will say before we dive back into the episode, is the seemingly loss of Roses and Rosé by Lauren Zima, Chris Harrison's lady love. Yeah. I wonder if if she's just taking a break and she'll be back or what? I don't know. I saw people asking about it on social media one day. She still has it in her bio that she's the host and producer of it and creator. Um, but yeah, she totally stopped creating that content once that drama went down with Chris. And I was kind of bummed because I was like, I get it. That's your man. That's your boo. He's the face of the franchise no more. So you want to support him and walk through that trouble with him. But at the same time, Girl, that was your content, and it was pretty freaking great. I love Lauren. Yeah, I think that's why you have to be careful when you're a media person or a journalist getting that close to to what you're covering. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's a bummer for sure. I was like, no, you guys can date, like you guys can live together, but then you can also make your show, right? But I guess it would be awkward. Yeah. Um, shall we jump back in? All right. Let's do it. Uh, Mike starts his date with uh, Katie and Cuddle Queen Jean. Cuddle Queen Jean. When she said that people call her Cuddle Queen Jean, I was like, boop, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm just like, okay, it's time to go. What the heck is this? Uh, I, I, they did some they did some weird cuddling positions. They changed clothes. Mike looked ridiculous. Katie looked great and comfortable. Mm-hmm. In her crop mm-hmm. sweatshirt leisure set. 
Yeah. Uh, Mike Mike jokes that he looks like a drug lord, <laughs> and they do uh, some they do some they do some weird hugging situations. They did the uh, the lap of luxury. They did the one where they oh. like sat next to each other and like cross hugged. Yeah, yeah. The lap of luxury was weird. It's okay. These cuddles, though, the thing is, is like if you're dating somebody that you're really into, you know, this is not weird. This isn't awkward, you know? The only thing like, that was... if I'm dating a guy and he lays in my lap like that and we're watching TV, yeah. it's not weird. No, that's weird. But it's weird watching this. No, it's weird all around. What? No, I think that's sweet. No. Okay, well. Uh, I guess maybe it wasn't that weird until he, between 8 and 15 times, mentioned his mother. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, things are awkward, but Katie's very calming. She's a nurturer. Man, do I love nurturers. She reminds me of my mom. That was that was too much. That he, was too much for he, me. He mentioned his mom a couple more times to the producers and then told Katie... She reminded me of his, she reminded him of his mom. And yeah, he told her that while they were cuddling. Yeah. It, like, no lady wants to hear, hey, you remind me of my mom. Like, yeah. while you guys are snuggling. And I love how Katie had the perfect thought. She was like, really? <laughs> like, she didn't, she didn't look weird about it. She didn't respond weird. It was just like a, really? Tell me more. It was. But inside, I would have been like, mm-mm. You're out. I'm basically your mom. Can't date you and raise you. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really weird and I did not appreciate it at all. What's uh, a bummer is that I like Mike P. Mike P, P was a good. really great guy on the show. Yeah. And then it was like they put him in this weird date and then all of a sudden he's like awkward and he's also he's un, like unknowingly awkward and he's also um talking about his mom like what don't do that don't do but that like, i get cool that i get the producers like put him in a bad position but even if katie looked at me and started reading quotes that my mom always told me i would never say you remind me of my mom no. To cameras or no. to Katie. No. That was where that was where it was weird. But she she talks to him after this. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was just immediately? Like she just gets up and says, No. Nope. No, no, no. Bye. Bye, Mike. <laughs> I hope that I have that energy in me to just be like, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, 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 no. The next but, time it doesn't work out with a guy, just to be like, you know what? Nope. 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 Uh, she says, I just, I just. I love how he was cuddling with her, though, and telling her things like, like, what was the thing he said? Um, that he'd rather have his heart broken a thousand times than to break, break somebody else. else's. Yeah. And he was talking about how, you know, her being in her position would be like his worst nightmare and all this stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that line was like the final nail in the coffin. When she was like, really? Again? Really? You'd rather have your heart broken? She was like, okay. Well, here we go. Well, I guess we're going to do that. But she said, you. 
she, they have a nice little conversation before dinner, and that's never a good thing. Uh, she says, I just don't think it would be fair to make you go to dinner with me tonight. <laughs> I don't think it would be fair to continue our journey and involve our families if deep down I know where my heart is headed. Homegirl didn't even let the sun set. No. Like, she was like, commercial break, how long do we have? Okay, I gotta walk back over here. And she was also, she was crying again. Like, yeah. she was crying because she was like, ooh. I know we just cuddled and everything and this is very weird and I know that the lack of oxytocin wasn't there you know like yeah. so the, everything wasn't everything that's needed to make a connection was not felt and it definitely was not translated to the viewers because yeah. when I was watching that it was there was no chemistry with that no after after she says this he says whatever the result is my respect for you is never going to change one of those guys is really lucky I'm bummed that I don't get to experience that life with you, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be rooting for you. And then someone comes in to grab his suitcase. All dramatically. And I love how they were like, oh, but they were like, come on, come on. Y'all knew. Y'all right. knew Mike P. This was his time, his end. Um, did you see that? But he, yeah. Did you see that the, he drove away in his outfit? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yes. He, he drove away in his cuddle clothes. Right. Like, the fact that he left in the cuddle clothes is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, that means, yeah, he didn't never made it to dinner. No. Never made it out of the cuddle. The cuddle was not good. Um, yeah. Which is such a bummer, because cuddling is really, it is really nice. Cuddling is good. Right. But maybe if he had been better at it. I don't know, I mean, man. That would that would be the only option. Sad. But uh Um But I do love the his closing statement to Katie, which yeah. just sounded like, Hey, I'm rooting for you, cool, bye. You know? Yeah. It, and when I was watching it, I was thinking, how could you say anything else? Right. Because what else are you supposed to say? You guys had a an amical like or you you had a a nice relationship or a nice friendship. And it sounded, his speech sounded like a friend being like, all right, I gotta go. See yeah. ya. Yeah. Like he didn't pull a Brendan and try to pitch his case or anything. Yeah. It was just, just like, a, oh. like I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah. Cause he knew. Yeah. He knew. So whatever. So RIP. Bye. RIP Mike. R.I.P. Brendan. Uh, we're going to have a few more people. We're going to have somebody else in a minute. Uh, we get to the rose ceremony. We just don't even pretend with a cocktail party. Uh, we head straight to the rose mm -hmm. ceremony. We have uh, Michael and Greg already have roses. And the other two roses go to Blake. And then, oddly enough, Justin. I really thought that Justin was going to go home this time. I, th I thought so too. I really thought until thought so the 11th hour, like I was like, it's Justin. He's going to go home. It's obvious. And then Andrew and Greg and Michael and Blake will move on. Yeah. And that will be the top four as mm -hmm. predicted, yes. as always predicted. But instead, and like a crazy twist of events, mm -hmm. Katie's like, Nah, Justin. What? Like, did know. anybody have him in their bracket? No. I need to know this. No. 
two of my top three are still bad are still there mm-hmm. of my of my batch bracket but that's it yeah um well didn't you you had blake and michael well, no, and... In, my, in my pre in my between week one and week two batch bracket that i did online mm-hmm. okay that it's the yeah. first it's the advanced it's the first impression league where you have between week one and week two to mm-hmm. make picks for the entire season yeah i've done those brackets before and i once i'm out i'm out like i'm like okay that that disintegrated uh i i think i'm 435th place out of 810 oh not bad halfway yeah last last season mad season i did all right must say I didn't win, but I did all right. That's because that's because Matt season was like boring and predictable. <laughs> I think my final t- I think my final two were Bree and Abigail. Oh, but Rachel I think oh. was third was third or fourth. Gotcha. So I got I got a decent yeah. amount of points from that. I like to pretend that Matt James season just didn't didn't or it didn't happen. Like Katie just showed up out of nowhere. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So we. We get hugs goodbye from the for the guys, and then we head outside to chat. Uh, I can't get over this. Yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, Andrew, not Andrew. Katie says you are such an amazing man, and you give a hundred percent to everything that you are passionate about, and that's what you deserve. And that's not something that I could give to you. It's, uh. He says it's bittersweet, but I know that you will forever hold. But I know that I will forever hold you dear in my heart. Uh, Katie Katie talks to her producer says that that was the first decision that I had to make where I was just like I wasn't fully confident that's what I don't understand like sending Andrew home like I, I, whatever like you said I guess the connection with her and Justin she just wants the fantasy suite which is mm-hmm. cool cool Look, you if know he, if, he's part, like, if neither of them are gonna the win if neither of them are gonna win it doesn't really matter right but uh Andrew, Andrew is so cute and he was so sweet. Yeah. Like, uh, I just really like Andrew. Yeah, he... he's so cute. <laughs> he... How many times, how many more times can I yell that? A, a few more times, I think. Uh he he comes back and knocks on her door and they just have a sweet conversation where he's like, We I neither one of us want to leave in tears. Uh, they have a big hug, and then he gives her a note, and says, "Leave this one. Read this when I'm gone." Uh, mm-hmm. He hasn't made it to the stairwell before she's reading it, and the note says, "If you ever change your mind, I'm here." Mm-hmm. And he, she starts chasing him, running down the stairs, mm-hmm. running through the hallways, and yelling his name to stop him. And he jumps into her arms. She jumps into his arms. Uh, they kiss again, and then he, she basically asks, would you want to stay? Yeah. What did you think about this question? It's a stupid question. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to, he still wasn't going to win. So no. all he was going to do it was would have been just twice. like, um, oh gosh, who was it from Tasha's season? Ben. It would have been like Ben. Yeah. Ben leaving, Ben coming back, mm-hmm. and then leaving again. Yes. Because, and that's, that's the same vibe that I got from, from them. Like, cause Ben and Tasha had this like really great connection. Ben and Tasha were like a bit like Andrew and Katie, but yeah. then also like Greg and Katie, you know, how Ben yeah. kind of held back a little bit and he had like 
a lot of like self-esteem issues, but he also had that connection on the same level of Andrew and Katie, you know? And so him coming back only to leave again, like, yeah, I Uh, think it was the same thing. Um, Yeah, because I don't think that Andrew would have won. No. He wasn't going to win. He, but uh, I think that he was definitely someone that Katie would have dated until the very last second. Like, she, I think if her and Andrew were able to have had a real relationship, they would have, like, fought for that relationship. Yeah. He he lets, he's, he, to the cameras, he lets us know, I want my future wife to choose me, and, you know, I wasn't chosen, so I had to say no. Mm-hmm. And it was just, yeah, he... He, he, I mean, he didn't want to be told no twice. Yeah. And that makes sense. Because it's true, you want your person to choose you. And he knew, like he told her, it happened. You know, you can't forget that that happened. Like that she, yesterday, decided that she didn't want you. But yeah. then decided because of, he would never know if it was because of the no, or, you know, it was because of just like, whatever, that she chose him. Um, which... I, I also was thinking, though, Andrew says no, because I want you. He did say, like, what was it? Like, um, I was I feel hurt in this place, yeah. like this place and what they're in which they find themselves right now. He was hurt there. Mm-hmm. So but I was like, what was his note? What did his note mean then? I think you his know, note said, meant after this is all over. If yeah. You, with, if either. You don't pick anybody, or you don't stay with the person you picked. Then I would like to, in the real world, try this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Because uh, I just got to thinking, though, as we were discussing it, I was like, "Wait, though." But Katie literally did say, "Like, hey, I do change my mind." It's kind of like, you know, if there's a way for you to stay longer, you can stay. And he's like, "Whoa, hey, didn't anticipate you to offer that so soon." Right. So I think that's got. I think that's gotta be. It's gotta be what it was. Like after the show is over, I would like to try this again if you're still available. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we have three weeks left. Uh, I'm pretty sure, other than who's the winner, none of this, none of our predictions even matter anymore. I think it's gonna no. be Blake. Who do you think it is? I think it's gonna be Blake. Yeah. There's something about Greg that's giving me weird vibes. So I think yeah. it's going to be, I think Blake's going to win. I think they're probably going to be pretty happy together. I think so too. I think that, which is funny because when Blake came and like the producers made me think that he came so late, but um can't believe I was just duped like that. You were. But um, I see how their personalities mesh well. They're both pretty jovial people. I feel like they'd be a couple that you'd have fun with at a party. Yes. You know, like if you're, you know, if you're going over to Katie and Blake's for Christmas or something like that, like, or Halloween or something, you know, like they would be that couple that's fun. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh, like yeah. Friendsgiving or something. So I don't know. I, I do see them working in like a real world situation. Uh, absolutely. He seems, he's like very no fuss, like very just like, okay, let's hang out. Let's yeah. have fun. Um, and I, 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 I just like how outdoorsy he is. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I like him. Uh, Even though he annoyed the heck out of me towards the end of Claritasia season. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we were both kind of done with him by that point, but I feel better about him now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, but Andrew, I did shed some tears upon Andrew's leaving, his departure. Oh, yeah, you, you got to. You got to. He's a good guy. Uh, you can a lot follow... of people, though, what I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of people on social media that want Andrew to be the next Bachelor. I'd be okay with that. So, yeah. Do you think, and this could be a spicy take, and people out there listening, I'm a woman of color, so I feel like I can like say this without sounding offensive, but do you think that Bachelor Nation would consider having back-to-back black Bachelors? I've... Now, this is not my opinion, but I'm channeling that group of individuals that you're discussing. I think for the right black guy, yes. Mm-hmm. Andrew, yes. Mike, probably. Anyone else, probably not. Yeah. I think Mike's ship has sailed. No, it has. It certainly yeah. has, but I was just bringing him up as one of the only other options. And spicy take, too. Mike is kind of a douche. Probably. <laughs> like, when I hear him talking sometimes, I'm like... Yeah, I've I've never listened to any seconds of his podcast with Brian, and I probably won't. I never ever will. Why would I care about that? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think Andrew, man, there's something about Andrew. There's like a spark about him yeah, that he's, is just—he is a lot of fun. Wonderful. He seems like yeah. a great guy, and seems like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. You can follow us on. Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. That's uh, right, guys. Is, Give us your coffee. It is a Just cost a of bit. one. It is a cost of one Starbucks a month, four dollars. That's all we're asking for. We're not asking for much. A bunch of people we get over thirty to we get thirty to forty listens an episode and we have one patron. Uh unacceptable. <laughs> you all need to step it up. Unacceptable. But you know what? Don't let the shame that he just laid on you feel so heavy. We still. I want. Still I want the shame to be the right amount of heavy. I want it to be heavy enough that you're forced to give me your four dollars a month, but not heavy enough that it prevents you from working for those. Four, so I can have those four bucks a month. And when he says have the four bucks a month, we'll just put it into making better content for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna take it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to buy Starbucks with your Starbucks money. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I think that's, that's all, it. folks. That's all. All right. We will see you all next week's next week for Hometowns. Ernie will be home in St. Louis, but I will in be... In my hometown. In your hometown. I will be visiting someone else's hometown in Florida. So we will figure out how that goes next week. Uh, stay tuned for when that episode will drop. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.